Officially, we are on uh, Rams and Sands, and tonight we deal with consumer issues specifically. We focus on uh, uh, motor vehicle issues in the motor industry. If you have any problem regarding uh, your vehicle, any motoring issue, please, we'd like to hear from you. 089-110-3377. Start calling now. Don't even wait because joining us on the line is our regular expert, uh, Lucius Budibe, Head of Public Affairs of the Motor Industry Ombudsman of South Africa. Uh, he was with us about three or four weeks ago, Rebudi uh, Belegai. Uh, I should. <laughs> you know, last time we spoke, before I take a call, there was a case that we were dealing with uh, that you said you're going to look into and, and come back to us. You called it case 16448. Tell us a bit about that. The terms transfer to our complaint department. Yes. But since they are still looking at it, and they are yet to give me feedback on it, I think they must have completed it by now because I have not been in the office for the past two weeks. Yes. Okay, so so yes, for, for now we don't have feedback, but you'll have it for us soon. Yeah, we'll have it for you very soon. Excellent. And... You also told me that you were, you were busy on the road uh, doing something. What, have, what has been happening? But you remember that June uh, is usually youth month. We are uh, busy with youth activities. Mm-hmm. I spent three days in Limpopo uh, engaging with youth. Uh, we also spent uh, three days in the Eastern Cape, in the far Eastern Cape, a place called Mbizana and Tamachicha and Matatiele. Yeah. Uh, we were trying to uh, entice uh, the students. You know, we are running short of mechanics now lately. All our uh, uh, fathers and uncles that used to be motor mechanics are now about to retire, and it, it looks like the young stars are not willing to go into the motor me- mechanic business. Why? What are you finding out? Why don't they want to get into that industry? And I'll share with you what somebody uh, said on air last week, but tell me, what are, what yeah. are you finding out? Uh, they, they, they think that uh, because they normally see our mechanics with uh, overalls full of greases <laughs> and they, see, they, they can see how they, they work hard and all those. So we, we had to do some examples to them. For example, when you replace breakfast at, at a particular franchise dealer, you know, an hour they charge you 450 rands to replace breakfast, but actually it takes 15 minutes. So if you, if you were to replace breakfast, uh, from 10 vehicles a day, you would have generated about 5,000 rents only on breakfast. So there's a lot of money into that business. Somebody, though, said last week uh, that one of the problems in the industry is that the technology evolves yeah. and, and, and mechanics get left behind because to access the new technology, they must work with the OEMs who don't open those doors to them. Did you find that out on, mm. on, on your roadshows? No, look, doesn't matter. You know, I know for sure uh, motor manufacturers. I won't actually call names, but I do visit motor manufacturers. They do have uh, uh, collaborations with high schools and technical high schools and colleges. Mm. And some of them, they do have. I know of a of a manufacturer that produces mechanics for Africa, and there are a lot of black young boys there. You mm. see, I think the, the problem is that uh, some of our kids are based in areas where there is. Um, 
you know, limited access to information. Hence, you see mm. us, people like the motor industry ombudsman, we are going into the villages to go and preach to our children, for example, in Bizana. Uh, in if you were to drive from Matadiele into Tabachicha village, you, you, you would see, you would feel uh, that these people, they are thirsty for knowledge, but they just do not know where to go. Hmm. Okay, uh, let's, let's get the calls. People are calling us already. 89 Any motoring issue? Here's one disclaimer. Uh, we don't claim to fix everything right here on air, but we certainly will give direction. And it may take a bit of time if you're patient enough. And the Debudibe has always proved to solve these things for us. And I always hope in your favor, but I can't promise you it will always be in your favor. Kate, you <laughs> called earlier and we asked you to call again. So you are our first caller. Good evening to you. And I'm going to keep quiet. Tell us your problem and Lucius Budi will respond. Okay, thank you. Mm. Uh, good evening. I bought my vehicle back in 2015. I don't know if I'm allowed to mention the dealer. Yes, the yes, that's the car. point of this show. Yes. I bought a vehicle in Nissan Qashqai 2015, brand new, at Nissan in Pretoria. Car was fine. I drove the vehicle for three years. Early this year, my car was at about 35,000 kilometers. Car was still fine. Started making a noise. Informed the dealer that the car is making a noise. The first time, bring the vehicle in. Took the vehicle in. They checked the car. They said, no, Kate, listen. This car, we found out that it's consuming uh, too much engine oil. So we might have to, to replace the engine. But let's first send our report to Nissan South Africa, and then Nissan will tell us what we have to do. They send the report to Nissan South Africa. Nissan South Africa said to them, no, drain the engine, the engine oil, and put more, uh, put new oil in, and client must drive the vehicle for 1,600 kilometers and bring it back. They gave the vehicle back, they drove the vehicle. The noise did not disappear. Noise was still released. said, no, but still drive the vehicle because we're doing a test. I did inform them, guys, this car's been making a noise, and when I drive, it feels like something is about to explode. They said, okay, bring the car in. I took the car in. When I brought the vehicle in to them, they said to me, they called me the next day and said, listen, we see that the car is due for service. What are we going to do now? We're just going to service the car and give it back. I said, but what about the noise? They said, no, don't worry about the noise. The noise, we're just going to service it and give it back to you. They brought the car back the same day, brought the vehicle, the noise was still there. Informed Nissan again. And then Nissan said to me, okay, bring the vehicle back. Took the car back again. Mm. Now they said to me, drive it again, 1,700 kilometers. Now we're doing another test so that we can determine what the problem is. But the first time they told me, they might have to replace the engine. So now, now that is not mentioned anymore. I drive the car. This just last week, Thursday, I took the vehicle back to Nissan. When I took the vehicle back, they called me the very same day later on and said, ma'am, the car is ready. Our technician drove the vehicle around, and then there's no noise. I said to them, I will not accept the vehicle. I told you guys, this car is making a noise. I drive the car every day to work. It still makes that noise. They said, no, it's fine. Our technician drove it around. I said, there is no way I will accept the vehicle back. I told the service agent later, I said, speak to your manager. He knows about this problem. I'll send him emails. He knows about this problem. Mm. He said, okay, I'll come back to you. Later on, she called me and said, ma'am, I've spoken to my manager and I've spoken to the technicians. They are going to have to strip your engine and check what the problem is. So this might take about two to three weeks. So I said, what about me, the customer in the meantime? What do I do in the meantime? I said, no, you just have to wait. I've been waiting. Today I called Nissan. They don't call me back. I called them today. I said, 
what is happening with the car. They said, no, we're still stripping the engine. I said, how long does it take to strip the engine? They said, no, oh. like we told you, there's so many bolts and nuts that need to be unscrewed and everything, so we don't know how long it's going to take. I've lost a complaint with Nissan South Africa. I've got two cases with them that have opened. Every day when I call them, they said, no, we'll follow up with the dealership. Dealership says, no, we're still busy stripping the engine. I've even I've got a case number. I even uh, sent a complaint with the Ombuds, Motor Industry Ombuds when I heard about them last week on the radio. Mm. I've got a case number here with me. Ah, that's you I've already been, have lodged the case with them. I have already. Ah, no, Rishapu and Kate. Most of the process must be Kate. So, but but anyway, uh, we heard you, and I'm going to ask Lucia to respond. And you you listen on the radio. But I'm glad that you seem to have followed all the processes, and there seems to be paperwork. Sondelani, good evening. How are you, sir? I'm fine. How are you, Sondelani? Hey, Rams, I'm not fine. You know what happened? Hmm. Yeah, we are still discussing in case at end. I bought a Polo Vivo uh, in Peter Marisbeck in 2017. Hmm. Now, I bought it as new because it was 78 kilometers. Now, it, it, it has no warranty. Every time I uh, I book it for a service, I pay I pay cash. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, that's my problem. So the problem is that you, you, you bought a, a virtually a brand new car that had no warranty and you want to find out whether that's fair? Uh, it was, it was, they said it's new. It's, it, was, it had 78 kilometers. Yes. No, okay. Great stuff. But every time I put for service, I pay cash. Okay. 2,000 rand and some change. 2,000 rand. No, six William Fit. Uh, listen on the radio. We shall respond. We're going to take one more call and then let Tatagudi uh, to respond. Please switch off your radio, Floyd. Hello. Uh, sorry about that. It's okay. It's okay, mate. Give us. Okay, I bought a vehicle uh, this year early on the 20th of June. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I mention the Yes, name? yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Um, the dealer's name was Imperial Honda, which is based in Western. Mm-hmm. Uh, this car was on 61,000 K, and then the car was found to be defective. I informed the dealer about the issues I had with the car, and uh, they they sold the car to me firstly without a spec key, and um, the registration of the vehicle, I drove the car for over three months. No, no, not three months. Over three weeks without a perm- with an expired permit, right? But that was my first issue. The second issue was with the spare key. Uh, the third issue was that the car was found to be defective. When you when uh, you say defective, what do you mean? Defective. It had an oil problem. Okay. A coolant issue, mm-hmm. and then um, I reported these issues to the dealer, and then uh, the dealer was like, "Okay, bring the car. We're going to take it to to uh, what's the nearest VW." For me, because I'm based in Soweto, I stay in Soweto. Mm-hmm. So, but I work in Trenton. I was like, okay, because the car is at work now. Can I take it to Rivonia VW, which is not from far from where I work? They suggested that I take it back to VW Constantia Kloof, which is opposite Western Honda. Yeah, it's not far. So, I put they they actually hired a towing truck to come where I work in Trenton to tow the car from there. They took it to VW, Constation Kloof. When the car was there, it was booked in on the 12th of April um, this year, 2018. Mm-hmm. And then when I went there to basically uh, collect the car, which was on the 24th of April, I found that uh, my headlights on the car were actually swapped. I then asked the dealer, okay, these are not the headlights I had or I bought the car with. And they said, no, 
the, the, the must have been swapped at Vita, we can venture. I was like, okay, let's go back there because you booked in the car for me as your customer. I never bought the car from Vita, I bought the car from Honda. Then now they took, we went there and um, we thought, we thought we actually checked the footage there and then we found that, okay, when the car was towed in to VW, it, it had the original lights, but then they were soft and VW had no footage as to how the headlights were soft. And then I said to them, I don't want this car anymore because I don't know what else could have been changed while you guys booked my car to VW for, for the whole period. Then now they, they said, I must sort it out with VW. I'm like, no, I can't sort it out with them because you booked the car in for me as okay. your client. Floyd. I, I bought the <clears> car from Wanda, yes. The other issues that you had brought in the car for, were they solved? Pardon? The other issues that you had brought in the car for, the, you know, the, the oil issue, the coolant problem, the spare key, the, the, uh, yes. the discs and the permits and stuff like that, are those all solved? No, they, they, are those Sorry, have they been resolved? Me. Have they been resolved? No, they haven't been resolved. The car is still with them, and I'm paying for the car. And the only thing that they managed to sort out was to buy a spare key. Was okay. to buy a spare key from VW. Okay, but the car is still I with them? The, I lost... Uh, sorry? The car is still with them? Yes, the car is okay. still with them. Even okay. today, they haven't even given me a courtesy call for that matter. Okay. Uh, thank you, Floyd. Please listen on the radio. Let's start at the top with uh, 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 Kate and the Nissan Qashqai oil problem issue. Yes, um, I I think the case, like the lady has uh, uh, already said, the case is currently with the motor industry ombudsman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would like uh, the caller to forward the, re- the reference number to my inbox. Okay, we'll, so that we'll, I can we'll give her that at the uh, end. Then yeah. I get back to the so super. to the office tomorrow. Great stuff. Yes. And then uh, yes. Sondelani put a, as good as new Polo, uh, mm. but now he's uh, he finds out that's no warranty. Does is that standard? Uh, to I mean, do we always get warranty or that that's something we buy on top? Yeah, you you you, you, you for every new vehicle you do have um, manufacturer's warranty mm. uh, on used vehicles vehicles that are outside of manufacturer's warranty you do get implied. Uh, a warranty in terms of Section 56 of the Consumer Protection Act. Um, however, I, 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 I actually uh, am of the view that uh, the salesperson and the FNI that assisted um, our, our, our caller did not do their job properly. Mm. I, I know for sure we do have vehicles that do not come standard with service plans. Um, and I suspect that it could be one of the entry-level vehicles that do not come out standard with a service plan, but it is a must that it must come out with, with, with the manufacturer's warranty. That one is non-negotiable. It okay. is a must. Okay, good. Yes, sir. So, Nelani will also get the details later. And then Floyd is a yes. very unhappy customer with Imperial Honda. So many things with his car, and, and when he gets it, he, he takes it in, then they also swap the uh, lights that sounds like a very complicated matter to me. Yeah, um, Brahms, I think uh, what we can advise the consumer to do is to um, ask the dealership to provide him with all the physical job cards for all the repairs and uh, diagnosis that has been done on the vehicle. Uh, I'm going to ask him to give them at least 
31 working days to run with a complaint and failure to to, to to rectify the situation within that period, he must then give them notice that now he has no option but to approach the motor industry ombudsman. But since the vehicle is currently with them, uh, I think somewhere, somehow, the act is it may, may protect him. You know, when you buy a vehicle, you buy a vehicle to drive it. Yeah. There's no use to have the vehicle at the dealership and pay for it, whereas you don't enjoy the usage of that vehicle. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. We're on Rams and Sands, and we're dealing with all your motoring issues uh, with the uh, p- head of public okay. affairs at the uh, Motor Industry Ombudsman of South Africa, Mr. Lucius Budibe. So we'd like to hear from you any issue that you have. You can also tweet at Rams by the Horns. We have a few more minutes to take more of your complaints. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. Happy, I suspect you are not happy. <laughs> Well, I'm always happy, uh, brothers, no matter what. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Evening, and uh, Mr. Budibe there. Uh, brothers, I just, uh, I've got two things here. I had Mr. Budibe was talking something about uh, workshops that they, they've been doing around uh, trying to get people to be in the motor industry. Mm. So I'm also in the motor industry. Yeah. I've got like uh, 10 CVs here with me, brothers, for, from uh, young guys who want experience because they're from college, they don't have experience. You know, in the olden days, we used to go to like your manpower and you pay for practicals. So now these guys, they go out there, they, they go everywhere to look for, uh, for help so that they can uh, get experience in the motor industry. So... My question is, uh, what opportunities are there for, uh, from Mr. Widibe's side uh, to help people who need that kind of help, of uh, experience, uh, gaining experience from, uh, you know, small dealerships like us? You know, we are uh, small RMI-approved workshops and all that in the cities. Okay, I'm not sure the question is for him, Happy, but, uh, you know, can you respond to that one? <laughs> Yeah, um, we we are an ombud scheme. Yes. Uh, we are an alternative dispute resolution, uh, uh, you know, agent. Uh, we, we 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 do not actually source stuff for other entities. But you know, we 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 can we can uh, refer him to some companies that I have seen that they they do have a number of young uh, graduates that they help, you know, to, to, to grow. I'm not guaranteeing that, but for sure, if he forward that information to us, we will then forward it to, rele- to the relevant uh, industries. And uh, we must just um, actually protect ourselves there, uh, that we not, I heard he belongs, he belongs to a particular uh, yes, association. Yes. And that may actually put our organization in hot waters. But I think in all fairness, since he called, we can't just shut the door uh, on his face. I'll, be, I, I, um, I'll still encourage him to contact you, perhaps in his capacity as, as, a, as a guy who owns his own dealership. He must, he must not do it on behalf of the other organization that he mentioned. No, yes, I, I think we need protection in this regard. Excellent, excellent. We're going to take, I suppose, two more calls and we, we conclude. Benjamin is, is in Cape Town. Good evening, Benj. <laughs> Um, I appreciate um, uh, uh, the discussion. 
Um, let me introduce myself. I'm a medical doctor working in uh, Kailisha for <clears throat> more than 10 years. I bought a car, um, the Mercedes, in 2016, in February, uh, via a friend who's a doctor also in Ladysmith, via dealership. They used to send the car to the doctors in Kazuna, tell one of my colleagues. Then uh, when my friend visited me in Cape Town, then he gave me the deal because I want to buy a car for my, uh, a second car for my wife. Then uh, the dealership, we communicated me over the phone. Um, I sent everything, the, the paperwork, the bank statement, everything. They came to deliver the car uh, two weeks after that. So they just called me out at work. They came quickly to get out to deliver the car. I told them if you can go to Mercedes to check the vehicle, they say everything is fine. I trust them because my friend uh, told me no, they are very serious. I got the car. We went to the bank here in, in Cape Town. We signed the paper. Then... Um, it was about, I think, uh, 27 uh, mileage. Then when it reached 30, I went to Mercedes for the service. When I reached there, they told me in Mercedes uh, that this car uh, doesn't have the part of Mercedes and that's the problem. But I couldn't believe uh, immediately because I'm not expert in, uh, in, uh, uh, in the field. Mm. Then I informed uh, immediately the dealership. I said, no, look, the, the car took uh, for the service. They told me there are a lot of problems. They told me, no, we're going to change the car maybe after three, six months, it's fine. Then I came home after two weeks, I couldn't start the engine. I called them again, I said, no, please, I need to change this car because I, um, I don't like the way that it's a new, uh, I mean, this car, I just got it recently, but it's causing me problems. Mm. Then they promised me they're going to come and change the car. As I'm telling you, they never come from calling them, uh, getting all the information. Mm. As we speak now, uh, in December, I was at work, the engine couldn't start. And I called them, they couldn't even do anything. I, I called the insurance, they took the car to Mercedes in Cape Town, in Waterfront, for, uh, to do the quotation and find out what's the problem. I'm telling you, as you speak now, my car is, the car is in the parking. I kept on contacting uh, the dealership, uh, which is uh, represented by the one guy, who, came to, who flew to Cape Town from Joburg. He used to do Peter, uh, Lady Smith's Joburg. He came to Cape Town to see, uh, to see the, uh, the state of the car. He found out that everything uh, is not good. You write in a that you're going to change the car, you're going to bring another car, my sister, uh, to come and change so I can get a new car. He drove from Joburg to Cape Town. This time I told him, let's go to Mercedes. I cannot accept a car like that without going to check before I get any car. When I heard about I exercise of going to Mercedes, I'm telling you, he reached my house with a car. He refused to turn the car back to Joburg. So as we speak now, I'm paying the installment 6500 every month. And then I'm not driving the car. The car is parked here in my house. Mm. And then I, I've got an affidavit where he wrote his sign, he put his ID, he's going to change the car, give me a new one. And then he promising me he's going to do that. He never do that. Okay. Then, uh, I, 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 we're running out of time, Benjamin. I, I, I need to just ask you one question and then we can get Lucius to respond. So you okay. bought from a dealership. It's not a private sale. It's a dealership. There's okay. a name there in the contract. The dealership. Okay. Uh, good. Uh, I think that they, we've got the gist of the problem. We, we'll get Lucia to respond just shortly. I just need to take one more call and then we conclude. Rory in Boxberg, is it R- Rory Sang? Or, yes, okay. Rory Yes, don't call yourself Rory. T- tell us Rory Sang. <laughs> <laughs> um, I purchased a vehicle, a Renault Clio from Audi Hatfield in mm. 20, last year, June 16th. Mm. Um, I took the car. Um, it was on 45,000 kilometers. I realized for it by the passenger front, Moya. Um, I reported that. 
but before actually, um, I told the, 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 the sales guy that I wanted to get the car financed through Standard Bank, my own bank. Um, he got me to sign uh, some paper saying that this is just to secure the car. And it was to get me um, well, uh, financed. Um, I took the car either way, and then I found the faulty that um, the basically the air vent was not there. Mm. Um, I had to fight with the salesperson and said, um, I can't pay for this um, because he was telling me I had to. Eventually, I took it to the manager, and they, they gave me the money to fix that. Um, in my license disc, I realized that it was going to expire in February. Took the car, I went to the post office. They told me that the car still was not in my name, basically. So um, my challenge was basically they didn't take the car for roadworthy. And my question was, um, had I been in an accident, who would be held liable mm. for this? Because this car was insured. Mm. Would insurance pay out? You know, and I just bought a, a lousy, we've, we've now registered the car in your name. And no apology. I asked for compensation. Nothing. Mm. So the car is now registered in your name. The 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 event was fixed, but uh, they 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 just not bothered to say we are sorry. Not bothered to say we're sorry. Nine months later, you would think that a dealership would take the the car for roadworthy way before, mm. and only nine months later, I had the car. This was done. And, and by the way, you say they forced a different financier onto you instead of the one you preferred. Okay, Rory Sang, uh, thank you very much for the call. Let's see. In the uh, can I ask you about yes, Benja- Benjamin's issue? Is it advisable to buy blindly? I mean, buying from Ladysmith, you're based in Cape Town, you have no contact with these people. I mean, I'm not, I'm not excusing the seller, but, you know, I just found it very, for me, risky to buy that way. Uh, but we we do have what we call the South African Automotive Industry Code of Conduct. Mm. Uh, uh, that is a, a code that was actually uh, enacted to guide the dealerships as to how to actually, um, you, you know, conduct themselves when they are selling vehicles to consumers. Mm. Uh, gone are those days where we will blame consumers uh, for the mistakes that were done by dealerships. If you're selling vehicles, uh, those vehicles must be free of defects. They must be usable and durable for a reasonable period of time, regardless of where the consumer uh, is situated. So the consumer did nothing wrong. Uh, I, I think... I think uh, he, he he must also approach the motor industry ombudsman to to investigate and help to resolve that complaint for him. Okay, great. And then lastly, yeah. I know I, I mean uh, Rory Sang's matters. Uh, at least motoring issues have been solved. She's got now another yeah. issue of you know I, I was endangered here, and you guys seem not to mm. care. Could could you do anything about yeah. that, or she must just bite the bullet? Look, uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, her wish is outside the ambit of the motor industry ombudsman. Mm. Um, we would we would look into the complaint if there were still issues with 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 with, with a motor vehicle. Uh, I, but I am of the view that, with regards to the finance side, she she must actually contact the uh, face ombud to yeah. 
actually query the, the conduct of the FNI that assisted her with finance. Okay, good. So finally, how do then people contact you? And I'm going to also ask uh, uh, Rorisan to also write to you, then you can direct her to the face ombudsman. If you can, if you can yes. do, please do that for us. So everybody who called and everybody who couldn't get through, how do they contact you? Our number is zero eight six one one six four seven sorry four six seven two oh eight six one one six four six seven two. Email address. Or alternatively, they can load a complaint uh, online. Our website address is www.miosa.co.za. And do mention talk with Rams on Metro FM. You will skip the queue much quicker. Ndadebudibe, always wonderful chatting to you. It's all a pleasure, sir. All a pleasure. You must have, have a, a wonderful evening. And you too. Lucius Budibe, Public Affairs, uh, Head of Public Affairs at the uh, Motor Industry Ombuds. The details are on our Facebook page. Talk with Met... Uh, ne? What is it? Uh, Metro FM Talk with Rams. That's the page. Metro FM Talk with Rams on Facebook. We give all the details right there. Please contact him and you will get resolution to your issues. When you come back, we speak fame and fortune with Tato and uh, the other Tato, not the one that I always mention here. Tato Mulamu is right here. He's been waiting to chat.